Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And today I have at least 10 questions, yes, 10 questions you need to be asking yourself before you start writing your sales page. These are some critical things that you need to make sure that's included to give people a reason to buy from you. You're going to get all these tips and so much more coming to you after this short break. Okay, and we're back. But before we dive into today's content, I want to ask you to subscribe if you haven't done so already. That way, as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to access it lickety-split. And I have a special request for those of you who haven't yet wrote a review I would love it if you can write a review for me because it helps other people to find me and it lets me know what advice or tips that I've been putting out there that you really have loved so I can give you more of it. So go ahead and do that. So before we dive into this, I really want to just drive home a really important fact is that nobody buys unless they're being given a reason to buy, meaning that just like look at the clothes that you're wearing right now. Did you just buy it just because it, it just like it fits you? Like odds are no. You were probably kind of given a, a got a good reason. Perhaps like the clothing was soft or perhaps the, the, the hemming was of good quality or like whatever reason that kind of propelled most to you. Um, I want you to start thinking in your mind that that's how you're customers think. Most customers are bombarded with so many other competitors, right? So the whole purpose of our time together talking about this is to kind of get into the mindset of what makes people want to buy. If they've been given a lot of a lot of competitors, a lot of other like things that they can look at. For me, I didn't quite understand that at the beginning. Of my uh, of my entrepreneur uh, uh, experience, I just thought that if I just show up and I'm smiling and I'm saying I have something for sale, like people would come for it. But I didn't understand that that my prospective customer, my client, has at least ten plus other options, right? And I needed to do something that gave someone a reason that says wow, like there's so much value that goes into what I have that nobody else has even thought about and considered. And that makes me special and unique, right? And it, the, even the cost that I'm, I'm, I'm offering far is small in comparison to the value that my ideal customer will receive. So once you just start thinking in your mind, okay, they have a lot of other options. I need to be able to put myself out there in a way that is completely different, completely unique, yet compelling, right, to my ideal customer, then it will be far much easier for me to make a sale than trying to just say, hey, it's for sale, 50% off, what a great deal, right? So I I hope I laid that foundation for you because it's before anything I say, if you don't understand that concept, this is just going to like... It's gonna like uh, gonna lay flat, meaning like it's just not gonna go anywhere. So I hope you understand that, okay? So before we even like t- 
talk about this. I'm also making the assumption that you are dead set sold on what you have to sell. Like you believe this. This is this is better than sliced bread kind of good. Like this is something like you will like, I wouldn't say die for. This is just something that you really, really believe in like firmly. And this is something that you know um, that people would benefit from. People uh, would just really like have um, just a lot of value. So, because if you don't believe that what you has had, what you have to offer has value, that has utility, right? Then not, nothing that I'm going to be saying going forward is going to make any hell of beans, like any difference, meaning like this is not going to be helpful, okay? So I'm making the assumption that you love your product. I'm making the assumption that you know that someone will be, could be using what you have to offer, right? You're just completely sold, okay? So we're good. We've got all of those kind of ground rules written down. Okay. All right. Now let's get into this. Number one, what kind of words and images do you need to show value to your ideal customers? I've been uh, on Facebook. I've been getting a lot of ads from uh, this company called Thinks, I believe. And so basically, the, there's there's just these underwear that is designed to more or less absorb liquid from um, you know your monthly cycle and. I, I never, I, I never dealt business with them. Is I think it was just something that you know Facebook, um, they qualified me as as a woman, you know, that might be interested in these ads. But what really kind of caught my eye with the ads was the the simplicity of it. Uh, they more or less showed the picture of the product, and they said, you know. Uh, great absorbency, you're able, variety of colors, and you're able to go about your day, um, you know, not worrying about um, messes or spills. And for me, it appealed to me because it was just straight to the chase. Um, I I don't want, I'm I'm a busy person and I definitely don't have time to be, you know, cleaning myself throughout the day and I want absorbency uh, and I want something that I can feel that can help me um, minimize interruptions throughout the day. So that really appealed to me. So what I'm asking you is what specific words can appeal to your um, ideal uh, client, specifically words as, as well um, as images. So the, the words from when I was thinking about that thanks ad is like easy to use, great absorbency, uh, 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 variety of, of, of colors, uh, uh, no uh, confidence that you know you, you don't have to be worrying about messes. And then the images were so clean and simple. It was just an image of the underwear and, a, and with no other background. And but it was a high quality image, so I could see how the, you know the underwear was constructed and how like it it looked like it, it would be very comfortable to wear. So imagine this: imagine if you needed to buy that product or perhaps a, a pair of underwear or, or, or whatever you need, right? What would make? What are the things that 
need to stand out in your mind that will convince you to want to buy it, right? And if you just take that moment outside of yourself and ask yourself, okay, what things or what images can really like make me feel like, oh, okay, I see how it works. Oh, okay, I see um, that it, it looks um, comfortable or whatever you need to uh, convey to your ideal prospect, go ahead and do that. Number two is, can explain why your product or service is important. Remember how I was saying kind of in the intro that I just thought if I just said, hey, I'm a coach, right? Go ahead and you know sign up on denisegelee.com, right? <laughs> Which you should do, right? But it's not enough to say you know, like it's important. You need to explain why it's important. For me, one of the things that I need to explain, and this is something that you, if you're a coach and you're or a consultant, understand this, is that the why is not just for you, not for their benefit, but it's for your benefit at all. Is to kind of keep you going back to the importance of your work so that you can show up more confidently. So for me, my why, like why I do coaching, why I'm doing consulting, why I'm talking to you right now is because I want to save people heartache. I want to be able to have you not spin wheels like <laughs> for years on end or try to figure it out on your own. Like you can get the the benefit of not only my experience, right, but the experience that I've learned from working with other clients like yourself so that we can quickly get your business off the ground, so we can quickly get you making more money, so we can quickly get you to places that you couldn't do on your own. That's my why is important, but your why could be different from my why. So it's not about you; it's about what the other customer, what your customer, what your prospective client can benefit from. So literally, write down all the reasons. It should be at least three to five, at minimum, the reasons why it's so important, and really get clear about that because that needs to be in your messaging and not just your ads or your sales pages. It needs to be in your content over and over and over again. Number three, uh, why is your product or service different from your competitors? This is the thing that um, that stuck me up because when you're first beginning your business, you you more or less need to have a framework that is kind of battle tested that helps people. Um, sorry, not that helps people. That you need something that has been proven success, but. That's just step number one. In order to get the sale, you have to differentiate yourself from everybody else. So yeah, it's important that you know you're not you know just trying a whole bunch of things that don't work, right? And then you're spending, you're wasting time. But you're basically doing a new, refined, fresher version of what you what is known to be work. So I think about within the coaching sphere, um, for example, uh, just. A lot of coaches right now, um, especially female coaches, you might have heard a lot of them just curse and, you know, talk about like all the money that they're making. Like that's the tried and true thing. Like everyone's doing it. And the reason behind it. So for those of you don't, who don't understand, I'm going to explain the, the rationale behind it, like a sneak peek is because it shows like positions of power and authority, meaning that they not only do they, they're making money 
this is proof, right? They sold those show receipts of their, their their PayPal thing or, you know, their bank account statements or some of the sales that they've made. And it shows like that, that they have power because they'll, um, dem- sorry, demonstrations of power. So it shows exactly what they've been doing that is successful, right? That, yeah, not only, I'm walking the talk. Like I'm not just saying that I'm making a lot of money. Here's the proof. Here, here's how to do it. But for me, okay, for me, my power um, is not so much about the sales and the money because guess what? If you can be making a lot of money, right, but you're like ripping people off or you're giving a lot of people a lot of false hope, right? What is the point of the money? Like, what is the point? So my emphasis has never been so much of the money, right? Um, of course, I could show you, talk about how much money I've made week to week to week, right? But what if you're like starting off and what if you're not making a lot of money or, or what if like money comes in sporadically? Like that's really depressing, right? At least for me. And I, for me, I rather help people pull themselves up, not feed on their envy, not feel feed on their greed, right? Because trust me, if you're fed more or less on greed and envy, right, then it's not, there's only going to be so far you're going to be able to grow in your business. So that's why I don't use that messaging. My messaging is more on inspiration. My messaging is more on hope. I'm top heavy on that because I believe that will help business owners like yourself who are listening to thrive because you're doing it for the right reasons. Because trust and believe, money alone won't help you. I've known tons of coaches who are making uh, $50,000 months, $100,000 months, and they have alcoholism problems. Like they're alcoholics. Uh, they, they, they're they alone they're, and they have a lot of unresolved anger, right? So for me, I, I'm balancing more on holistic like solutions, meaning like you're feeling good about yourself, right? And then when you start feeling good about yourself, you can be able to sell confidently, right? And if you're selling confidently, you you can't help but to grow your business. That's just a surefire way of doing it. You can't help but to grow your business through that. So I'm hoping that helps you kind of draw in your mind how you want to differentiate yourself, how you want to be able to show like, hey, I know what my competitors are doing, but this is why I'm doing it this way, right? Number four, why is your product great for your ideal customer? Again, this is really based on understandings, the wants and the fears and the desires of your ideal customer. You need to step inside their mind and think about what they really are searching for. For me, what's happened for me is if I was asking myself, if I wanted to coach myself, like, what qualities would appeal most to me? And it kind of is kind of what I mentioned to you earlier. I don't want to be fueled by fear and greed, right? I don't want to be fueled by just um, lust for money, right? So, and I know that the people who are drawn to me, the people like you who are continuing to listen to me episode after episode after episode, you're knowing that that's not my value system, right? So basically you're trying to, outreach to people who are more or less kind of little clones of you, right? You guys are obviously, your ideal customer is not exactly a carbon copy of you, right? But they think alongside the same way you're thinking, right? Trust and believe that there's someone that thinks that 
thinks like you, meaning they have the same similar kind of value system. Trust and believe that is true. Because if because there's no such thing as you're the only person who thinks about integrity. You're not the only person who has and compassion. You're not the only person that wants to do goodwill, right? I know that the people who listen to me have a high sense of wanting to do good. So if you know that, right, then you can be able to explain like why it's a great fit for them to want to invest in you, right? Invest in your services because you know that that's baked into your products, that there's baked in goodwill and, and generosity and kindness, okay? This needs to be literally explained word by word in your sales pages, in your copy, that you care about them, that you want to seek their good, that you know this is going to make a, a good um, impact in their life, Okay. Number five, how can you make your order feel relatively, and I say that relatively in quotes because um, it all depends uh, on on the product, Uh, how can you make it relatively risk-free? So for me, and when I say relatively, quote unquote, I truly believe, I truly believe this, if you are a coach or a consultant, listen up to what I have to say. You don't do you don't do money back guarantees. Because here's the thing, in order for people to change, in order to people to transform their lives, they have to have a <clears throat> a no like a no return. Like this is the only way. There's no escape clause here. Because here's the thing, for a lot of us who need help, who need like coaching, who need consulting, right? Well, they're always looking for an excuse not to do it because the fear of the unknown is really scary. It's really uncomfortable. So if they have that escape clause, they're going to want to escape because the process of changing, the process of transforming, the process of healing, the process of just having someone take a look at what they're doing is really, really scary. That's really scary. So... um if they feel like they have a way out, they're going to take the way out because it just feels more comfortable, right? So that's why I don't believe, and this is what I stand for, 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 for those of you guys who are doing coaching and consulting, there is no, there is no guarantee, right? The, there's no money back guarantee. The guarantee is based on the level of work they put into it, their commitment level, right? You have no way of ensuring that success. So I don't have money. The whole purpose of not having no money back guarantee is just that it makes them realize that the onus is on them. You, the coach, you, the consultant, right? You are doing your your best by giving them the resources, but the rest is on them, right? And for those of you guys who have a product, right? Literally a tangible product that's not exchanging like time, time right, for money, right? Uh, if you're selling shoes or you're selling some other product, I would definitely have a generous um, uh, satisfaction guarantee clause, right? Obviously, the product has to be new and unused, right? They can't just take it out for a night on the town and then bring it back and ask for their money. That, that's just unscrupulous. Like they have to show that uh, they did truly just 
did got it and they didn't like it and they didn't use it so that you can be able to resell it to somebody else. But the whole point I'm trying to make here is that you need, for those of you who are not coaches or consultants, um, you need to build in that trust by having phone support or re- a good return policy, obviously minus shipping and handling. You should be able to have it very tr- clear and transparent so people know that they can return their stuff um, with you if they're not satisfied with it. And even if they don't, sorry, and most of the times by having that satisfaction guarantee clause, most people won't return it because it's just a hassle, you know, to, yeah, you know, have you ever like bought something and like you just get so busy with other things, like you don't, you, you, you either donate it to Goodwill or you give it to your friend because it's just not worth the hassle of just trying to return it, right? Most people just won't bother returning it. So by putting like satisfaction guarantee, you know, of your money back, you know, most people just won't bother. So don't feel like you're just losing a whole bunch of money by saying that. It just builds trust. It builds goodwill. Even if they return it, trust me, trust and believe that if it was a good product, they, they'll exchange it for something else or they'll come back later or they'll refer your product to your um, their friends or their family, okay? So don't feel that it is something that you should be afraid of doing. Uh, I have about six more. This is a lot, (laughs) but I really want to dive into each and every one of these things. But before we get into it, if you haven't done so already, go on my website, denisegelee.com. And I want you to click on the link called royalty because I definitely will go into a lot more depth than what I'm explaining to you um, as part of our uh, mentoring relationship. I'm going to be looking at what you're writing, how you're presenting yourself online, and just think about different ways that we can um, enhance um, your not just your copy, the words that you use, but as putting more compelling reasons why people need your to work with you right now. If you've been struggling for at least six months and you're just not making consistent sales or any sales for that matter, and you're just looking for another pair of eyes, um, let's work together. So go on denisegelee.com, click the courses tab, and there's a program called Royalty. I definitely know that it's going to help you transform not just how you do your business, but just how you think about things in generally. I definitely will help you think about um, how you think about yourself so that you can be able to put the best version of you out there. So go ahead, royalty under denisegelee.com, okay? (laughs) All right, let's get back into it. Okay, I want you to explain the process of your product or your service creation. I think about for example, um, what's a good place that I, I... Oh, yes, Chipotle. Chipotle. I'm thinking of an example. So have you ever noticed that when you go to Chipotle, there you have like this kind of assembly line thing where you literally can see the workers on each different part of the construction of the burrito, kind of build your burrito together. Like you first go up and you say... Uh, and what what would you like? And you were like, okay, I want a bur- burrito bowl, or I want a taco, or you know, I want um, a salad, or whatever, right there. And then from there, 
they start building it, right? You start to see like from soup to nuts, they, they either get out the, for me, I love the, uh, the flour tacos, right? So they get out the flour tacos and they press it and they warm it up. And then they start to, you know, put the meat and the rice and whatever toppings that you want. But you clearly see the process from the order, right? To when, until you see them literally right wrap it in the foil, right? So I want you to think about a, why are they doing it? They're doing it because it adds transparency. It adds trust. You can be, as you're watching things being built, you can like, no, a little bit more corn. No, a little bit more cheese. A little, no, no, no. I don't want that much, you know, beans. Like you can, you're, you're enabled to put in your input and it helps you feel more confident that you're getting exactly what you want. So here's the thing. What are ways that you can build in trust and transparency in the creation of your process? I have um, a a lot of ideas for those of you guys who do custom that you literally uh, be as specific specific as possible about what goes into your product and, 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 and allowing if, you know, whenever possible where they can do some modification, people will pay more if they are able to put their input in. There was a Harvard study that was done back and they were, and they were interviewing people and they said like thir- up to 38% more uh, people said that they are more willing to pay more um, uh, for things that they could put their input in uh, versus they, that they would um, just have it as is. So what I'm trying to say is that there are people, people in general want to pay more if they can be able to put in their input. Um, yeah. And that cost can be absorbed into the cost of the material. Okay. So what other ways can you make it transparent? Um, can you explain from soup to nuts, how your, your product is made? Can you explain soup to nuts, how you, how you work, right? Be very, very clear about that. And, um, that will really um, help you to be able to, you know, get your higher value clients because they're willing to pay for it. Okay. So uh, number seven, why should they want your product? It's kind of like a repeat of what I said earlier. It's like just getting into uh, their wants and their fears and their desires and being really crystal clear about um, how they will benefit if they how they will benefit if they get it, and more importantly, how would they how would they behave if they didn't get it? Would they stumble? Would they would they be suffering? Would they like you know? Would they be feeling like they're spinning wheels? Be really specific, right, about that. Number nine, if sorry, number not not number nine. Um, Number eight, sorry. Uh, how will their life be better with your product or service? Uh, that's just literally what I just said. How? How? Um, will they be able to sleep better? Will they be able to have better relationships with their spouse? Um, and if they have better relationship with their spouse, it means that they have low stress. And if they have low stress, they don't have to pay for their anxiety medication. And if they were um, not having to pay for the anxiety medications, they're saving lots of money, right? It's like you get into the reason behind the reason behind the reason, like start dialing down. Um, because for a lot of us, just to, I'm just giving the example of just having a relationship, like healthy relationship, relationship counseling, just saying like, 
you, so you'll get along with your spouse is not enough. You need to get into the granular, meaning like exactly every single reason why someone um, could benefit from it. For me, one of the things that um, I know lots of clients have told me over the years is that I've helped them save lots of money um, from just doing a bunch of stupid things, like <laughs> from putting out a bunch of ads that make no sense or being able to like not spend all evening long working on something that just doesn't won't help them their business at their current stage like get and then that save time that save money allows them to pour into things that help them currently right and if they're you know if they're saving their money and they're saving their time and it's and it feels more beneficial then they'll be able to receive more money on other things right so start thinking yourself about what ways that they can make their life I'm sorry that you they that their product, your product, your service can help somebody else's life get better. Okay, get real specific on it. I think that once you start getting into that, um, it's definitely going to be a lot more appealing to other people. Okay, so uh, here's a question: uh, If I was stumbling upon your page and I was searching to searching for your service, um, what words or images would catch my eye? Like what things can it be, can it be, uh, things that say like, um, intricately made, or it could be like made in America or like what words would stump, like would catch my eye. Okay. And, and, and start to help you brainstorm, just get out a sheet of paper and just think about like products that really jumped up to you, whether or not it's like your Apple iPhone or your Android or a a new dress that you've been eyeing, like write down all the words that were used like in their online or heck, you know, when you saw it on the store, like write write those words down because it's really going to help you brainstorm in your mind about like some words that could appeal to your ideal client. Okay. Number 11, uh, this is, uh, these last two questions, um, that I'm going to be saying out 11 and 12 are going to be more or less polar opposites of each other, but they, they're going to drive the same purpose. And the purpose is finding your ideal clients, right? So number 11 is who is a perfect fit for your business and 12. And then the last one, number 12, who isn't a good fit for your person? Because here's the thing. And I I think that for a lot of us who are beginning a business, like we just want customers, right? (laughs) We just want customers, right? But here's the thing. We can't get customers if we're we're trying to straddle the fence, meaning that we're trying to appeal to everybody. It's just not going to work that way. We're going to have to have some lines in the sand. We're going to be able, we're going to have to pull Polarize. We're going to stand for something that may alienate other people. For me, I, I think to myself, like I'm always standing for truth and integrity. And I, I'm not big on the whole like money, 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 money thing, right? Because my my value system says that we're 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 building based on, you know, uh helping and inspiring and motivating people for the right reasons and not just based on financials alone, right? So that is why like when I do my business, like that's not my that's not what I do, that's not my, my words and and so yeah, that's going to uh turn off people who are looking only for coaches that will just focus on money alone, right? 
That's my line in the sand. I'm not for get rich quick. I'm not for uh, just just trying to um, just quickly get results. Like business is hard, guys. <laughs> business is definitely a marathon and not a sprint. And I'm going to be very upfront and, and, and say that if you're not willing to grow, if you're not willing to take risks, you're not willing to um, sacrifice, if you're not willing to invest, like I'm not the coach for you. And I'm okay with saying that. So you need to be really clear on saying who you are and what you're for and who is not a good fit because trust and believe that the people who were going to be turned off by you saying that, they weren't going to be... They weren't going to pay for you anyway. They weren't. So you're wasting your try- time trying to just, you know, speak to everybody. You need to be speaking to the people that really would learn. They not learn. They they would benefit a lot from you and your honesty. Because over the years, like I've heard so many people tell me, like Denise, above all. I really value your honesty. I really value you just being like transparent with me because like everybody's lying. Everybody's lying these days. And for me, I don't want to like lie to people. I don't want to do like the bait and switch. Like, and I don't want anyone around me that is into that either. Okay. So you need to be able to have those lines in the sand and like have like, ideas of like who you are, what you want to accomplish and basically build all of your marketing, all your content around that. That will definitely draw people more into your world, people that like you. And if they like you, they will trust you. And if they trust you, they'll be willing to do business with you. Okay, that is it. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have any questions or comments, do not hesitate. Do not (laughs) hesitate to reach out to me at hello at denisegeely.com. I also want to invite you to uh, connect with me on Facebook or LinkedIn. Send me a message, Denise Lee. And whatever you're doing for your business right now, trust and believe that you will get better as long as you're consistent and you're passionate about helping people. You are destined to receive great things because you have purpose and you have value. Never forget that, okay? Thank you for listening. Take care and be awesome.